It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. I really do. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for Fansided and Pro Football Weekly. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook, and you can find all of the podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. We are going to spend today... Talking about Aaron Rodgers because we have to. And because there is just too much out there. There was an article from Peter King that is being parsed. And there's been a lot of conversations about his contract this offseason. And I have avoided a lot of them. And I've avoided a lot of them because I, I haven't found any of them to be productive I think it's a lot of parsing language, and I think ultimately, none of it matters. Aaron Rodgers is going to sign a contract, and it's going to be a big contract, and it's going to be the biggest contract in NFL history, and and yes, he probably does want to break the mold, to borrow a phrase from Peter King. He wants to alter the paradigm here. That is the phrase that I have used before, and I like mine better. That's just between us, but there's been a lot more that has come out, some suggestions that have been out there, so I just want to go through them. I wrote a piece for SB Nation today that I recommend, and it is it is entitled, Ignore the Noise Around the Aaron Rodgers Contract Extension. It is what I want you to do. Don't worry about it. I'm not saying don't read about it, but don't worry about it, and, and I would say maybe don't even listen or read about it unless there is actual firm reporting being done. This is what is going to happen. That's when you can you can look into it because let's just recap a little bit. First, there were reports that Rodgers wanted a percentage of the cap. And that was a very interesting conversation. And I think that 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 wouldn't make sense for a host of reasons. And it's also something that Aaron Rodgers, in an article with Peter King, dismissed. Just dismissed. Directly dismissed. And he also, he also earlier in the year, earlier in the offseason, had called it conjecture. And just said, look, there's a lot of stuff out there 
And that salary cap piece of it was something that he eventually addressed with Peter King in an interview saying that he never said that, but that there are ways, non-traditional ways, to go about building a contract that makes him happy and provides him more freedom was the word that he used. And this, the more freedom line was seized upon by a lot of fans because, and media outlets, because it harkens back to reports from earlier this summer that Rodgers wanted an opt-out. Except that when asked about those reports, Rodgers called that a lot of just conjecture or stories that aren't really based in factual interactions or misrepresented actions. Those are Rodgers' words describing a a negotiation that would include an opt-out. So what we're left wondering is, well, what does that mean? If you want more freedom but don't want an opt-out and you want a non-traditional contract but you don't want to tie it to the salary cap, what does that mean? What does that look like? And and we don't have good answers to those questions. And so my my suggestion is because we don't have good answers, we should just it it, it is going to look a way that we can't predict. And I think a lot of this, frankly, is just being used by the Rogers side. I think Rogers is a really smart guy. And I think he likes having things out there. I think he likes addressing them. I think he likes rebuffing them. And I think this is a very savvy strategy by the Rogers camp with his agent. Let's throw this stuff out there. See how it hits. See how it lands. And then Rogers gets to say, nope. None of that's true. I just, I want what I, I want what I want. And I'm not going to negotiate in the media. I'm not going to talk about it in the media. And he gets to take the moral high ground. And then this stuff gets to be out there. He gets to be in the conversation. I think, I think this is all very intellectually stimulating for Rogers. I think he, he is, he is fascinated by trying to find a way to make his contract different from everyone else's. He doesn't just want, Matt Ryan's contract with more money. He doesn't just want Matthew Stafford's contract with a three in in front of the the yearly compensation instead of a two. That That is not what he wants, clearly. He wants something bigger or better or just, at the very least, just different. And that is, that is clear. But that is all that is clear at this point. And trying to parse every word I don't think does anyone ever any favors. I mean, we we had to have a discussion earlier in the week about Rogers in this Peter King article saying he wanted to play until he was 40. When originally, or most recently, he said he wanted to play into his 40s. Well, if you go back just a few years, he said he didn't want to do that. He said he wasn't sure he wanted to play that long because he didn't want to be playing at the end of his career when he wasn't in peak physical form, when he couldn't do the things that made him so incredibly Aaron Rodgers. And then he felt like, well, I can keep my body in good enough shape to do that. I can play into my 40s. And maybe now the thought is, well, who knows if it's actually possible to do that. Let me just get to 40. Because you can't, I made this joke to Michelle Bruton, you can't get there and play into your 40s unless you get to 40. I don't think that that was intentional saying that, but I don't think we can rule it out. 
I think Rodgers likes playing these games. I think this is fun for him. I really do. Especially, I mean, he did an interview after he became a part owner of the Bucks, in which he mentioned the contract negotiations and wanting to stay in the community. And then it seemed to me anyway, my my perception watching it was he he pretended to catch himself and basically say, well, but it all depends on, you know, blah, blah, blah. He hedged or pretended to hedge. That was my interpretation was the, the hedge was somewhat disingenuous. He had metaphorically tied himself to the community for the foreseeable future, potentially the long term, and was trying to feign like he had leverage in this situation. He he doesn't. And and that is that is really an important thing here. And we're going to talk about it in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about a new sponsor of the Locked On Packers podcast, Core Essentials. That's K-O-R-E. Core Essentials makes the best belt you will ever own. Yes, belt. Don't you have problems find I have I have the worst problems finding belts that I like, belts that last, they break or I just don't want to wear them cuz they don't look very good, they're cumbersome, they're annoying. Okay, so what makes core track belts so awesome? No belt holes. That's right. Instead, their belts use a hidden track in the back of the belt with over 40 size points to choose from. Ever wonder why your pants slip and turn that waistline into a gut? Every day as you work, play, eat, walk, your waist size fluctuates in and out just a little at a time. The core track belt adjusts to your waist to match it exactly. Each point on the core track belt is just a quarter inch apart. That simple, small innovation means you get a precise, steady, and comfortable fit every time you put it on. Removing or adjusting your track belt is simple. Pinch the small tab and undo the buckle. Core's patented design also makes it easy to remove the buckle or swap styles. Core belts one size to fit every waist from 24 to 44 inches with an XL belt that gives you up to 54 inches. You adjust the size yourself using their easy guide. Core offers a full line of fashion belts, including classic double-stitched with full-grain leather and smooth belts with no stitching, as well as gun belts for concealed carry. They also offer a stylish assortment of buckle faces using solid stainless steel or high-grade zinc alloys. Core men's belts carry a 30-day money-back guarantee and a full one-year warranty against all defects, unusual wear, or breakage. So feel confident when you shop and know that you're covered. But trust me, you're going to love it and want to get rid of all your other belts. Visit coreessentials.com to learn more and to get your track belt to see firsthand why it's the best belt you'll ever own. And we're offering a special offer just for our listeners. I know that's what you were looking for. Save 10% off your order when you use our code locked on at checkout. That's core with a K, K O R E, essentials.com. Use the code locked on to save 10% off your order. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21 grain salute to a less boring sandwich. Thanks to Dave's killer bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's killer bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's killer bread is 
America's number one organic bread for a reason. It tastes so stinking good. Dave's Killer Bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-GMO ingredients and is power packed with whole grains, fiber, and protein. Visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for Dave's Killer Bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats you can pick from. Main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. There's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel, and that's what I love about it. Experience season-long wins without the season-long wait. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. There was an interesting, maybe interesting is the wrong word, but there was a piece in Pro Football Talk about Aaron Rodgers insisting on an ownership stake, that he could ask for a piece of the team as a part of this new contract. And this is this has been floated before sort of as a, as a joke, I think. It was made and discussed a little bit after he, he bought a, a stake in the Bucks. And the discussion has been around Green Bay that they should essentially pay him whatever he wanted. And if he wanted the deed to the stadium, they should give it to him. But the the practical application of this concept, I just thought, well, what's the rule? And so I did a little digging. You may remember back in the MJ days with the Wizards, he had an ownership stake in the Wizards. And so when he came back to play, He had to renounce that stake. There are rules in the NBA against exactly this type of contract or this type of deal. If you own the team, you can't play on the team, which is is really to say if you're a player, you can't be a part owner. It does also prevent some, some of the potential nepotism issues that could arise if you know Mark Cuban was like, by the way, you're, I'm signing myself to a contract. I now sit on the bench. I'm the 12th man. And if you're the coach, you better play me. That probably wouldn't happen. But if you're Michael Jordan, that might happen. And so they have this rule. I talked to a couple people who would know these things, including Joel Corey, a former agent who now writes about the cap for CBS um, and some other places, uh, if Aaron Rodgers, if and when Aaron Rodgers signs a contract, um, uh, hopefully I will have him on to talk about it because I do think it will be an interesting discussion to have. But no one that I talked to could tell me whether or not this was specifically prohibited in the NFL CBA. Joel seemed to think there was nothing in the CBA, but there could be something in the NFL's constitution and bylaws. That, that would explicitly address this potential problem, such as it is. 
But he did say that if, let's say the Packers gave Aaron Rodgers 1% equity stake in the team, any income that Rodgers earned as part of that equity stake in the team would have to count on the salary cap. So at that point, why not just pay him the money? Why not just pay him the money? And and to take it one step further, by the way, it will that will never in a million years happen. But to take this all one step further, what what is the leverage? What what is the leverage from Aaron Rodgers? He is under contract in 2018. He's under contract in 2019. And Green Bay can franchise him in 2020 and 2021. Now he is going to enter his age 39 season and he's just going to leave? I mean, this was the this was the faux Drew Brees thing. Well, he might go to Minnesota and and New Orleans promptly gave him a big contract. There would be nothing wrong if Aaron Rodgers decided that he wanted to take the Kirk Cousins route and say, look, I'm just going to sign a one and one I'm going to go. There'd be nothing wrong, theoretically, with Rodgers going the LeBron route and saying, I'm going to sign one and ones Give me a one-year extension at a huge number, another year extension, with a, that's a player option, and we can go from there. That That's something Rodgers can ask for. That would be non-traditional in that way. It would give him a sort of quasi-opt-out. It doesn't give him that much more security than he has now. It wouldn't, it probably, it wouldn't help change the numbers that he's making this year and next year. Any extension you have to assume is not just an extension. It's going to include alterations to his current salary and his salary next year. So some extensions, when you sign them, when you sign them this far in advance, what they'll do is they will rework the the next two years of the deal too. So his, his old contract will essentially get ripped up and he'll be making whatever these new figures are. But the question that I'm wondering is if Green Bay can hold on to him for the next four years, if he is essentially under team control for as long as the team wants him for the next four years, and they and they will, where is Rodgers' leverage? Short of demanding a trade and making this ugly and and contemptuous. Why and why would he want to do that? I mean, he's now a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. He has been ingrained in this in this community, in this organization. He saw what happened. He got his job because another former quarterback of the Green Bay Packers got a little too divicide on the team, and they said, bye. I think Aaron Rodgers is acutely aware of that history, and he doesn't. He is determined not to repeat it. But at the same time, he wants to get paid the way that he should be paid, and Green Bay should pay him. I don't think the problem right now is the money. I think the problem is... Aaron Rodgers is going to want the form to, to, to look too different. I think the negotiation is going to have to come in the form, not the money. Because I think Rodgers could ask for almost any number of dollars. The cap's going to keep going up. And maybe there is, you know, a way to say, well, this is the this is we can we can tie it to a percentage of the cap. Except here's the thing: the NFL salary cap for 2018 is 177 million dollars. In the NBA max contracts, you're talking about 30 
to 40% of the salary cap can be offered as in a salary. That's that this is the max salary. Aaron Rodgers can't ask for that. He can't ask for 30%. 30% is way way. I mean that 30% is crazy. 20% of $177 million is 35 a year, which would be easily the biggest contract in NFL history on a per year basis. 30% would be 50 plus million. That's just never going to happen. And so unless Rodgers is willing to say, for a percentage of the cap, I'm willing to take a little bit less in the near term, which he's just not going to do. He'd have to say, okay, I'll take 18% because next year, 18% is going to take him over 30 million. And the following year, it's going to take, and it's going to be a bigger and bigger piece because the salary cap is going to keep going up at least until 2022 when the next TV deal is negotiated. And let's be honest, that is probably going to be a bigger deal than the last one, which means more revenue, which means more salary cap. So, it makes sense for Rodgers to say, I want a piece of the cap. It doesn't make sense for Green Bay to say, sure, we'll give it to you based on the salary cap. Because when you sign a contract, we've talked about this before, when you sign a contract as, as any player, but especially as a quarterback, because the cap keeps going up and because new contracts keep getting signed, those contracts become more and more team friendly to the point where now Aaron Rodgers you know, is not one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Well, if he gets a percentage of the cap, his his figure keeps going up and up and actually becomes less valuable to the team in terms of an asset. It, it becomes a bigger burden on the cap, literally, but also relatively speaking, because it used to be that it would become a smaller and smaller piece of the cap, not a bigger and bigger piece of the cap. There's just, there's no reason for the Packers to give in to those kinds of demands. So when Roger says, well, I think there are ways to make this different that give me more freedom that also makes the team happy. We haven't, none of the ideas that have been floated out there qualify for what he's talking about. And so this above all else is why the noise doesn't matter. Because ultimately I think we're going to be left with a relatively traditional contract with relatively traditional features that just happens to be huge. And that is that is where this is going to land. And so trying to parse all these different things, I, I, we had to have a podcast about it because it is so much a part of the topic of discussion in the NFL right now. It is a huge talking point in Packers Nation, on Packers Twitter, on talk radio. It, it is It's out there. So we have to address it. My point to you is, don't stress. Don't worry about it. It's going to get done. It's going to it's going to work out and and Aaron Rodgers is going to be on this team at the very least for the next 4 years. That would get him to 39. If he wants to play until he's 40 and 40 is his stopping point, all the more reason for him to just sign an extension until he's 40 and then figure it out from there. That's only one more year than Green Bay has de facto control over him now. This episode is brought to you by Shell. 
College football is best enjoyed at home. You know, the home that has no rooms because it's a stadium of 70,000 screaming fans. But wherever you are, ESPN and Shell can take your fandom further with savings up to 15 cents per gallon for Fuel Rewards members at Shell. Welcome home, football fans. Terms and conditions apply. See FuelRewards.com slash FuelYourFandom for details. Shell is an official sponsor of ESPN College Football. ESPN, the ESPN logo, and ESPN College Football are registered trademarks of ESPN Incorporated. This episode is brought to you by Philips One by Sonicare. One-up your brushing with Philips One. This one is the ideal one for those who are still using an old-school manual toothbrush. To all those people, it's time to take your brushing one level up. The solution is a simple one. It's the perfect timing one. It's the long-lasting battery-powered or USB rechargeable one. That comes in multiple colors to match you one. The one with a subscription that delivers new brush heads for just $5. Your teeth deserve this one. Philips One by Sonicare. One up your brushing. Learn more at philips.com slash one. That's P-H-I-L-I-P-S dot com slash O-N-E. All right, we'll be back on Friday with another show. Training camp is fast approaching. I mean, we're, we're getting there. It is almost here. And so then we'll go to a four days a week schedule. I uh, I don't know if you saw yesterday, Michael Cohen at the Journal Sentinel, who does one of their podcasts, used to do the podcast with Bob McGinn before he left. He's moving over to The Athletic. I don't know what's going to happen with that podcast. We are going to be here. So if you know anyone that listens to that podcast, send them over here. And if you are listening to this podcast because you you understand that podcast is going away, welcome. We are very happy to have you. We're going to be four days a week once training camp opens and then four to five days a week when the season opens. We're going to have reporters and and writers from a whole set of new teams plus some of the people that, that you heard from last year. Maybe we'll have Michael come on. If he doesn't have a podcast anymore, would love to have him on Locked on Packers when he has a chance. There's going to be so, this is going to be a fascinating season. I, I just, I, I it's hard to, to stress how excited I am for the year. I, I, I get messages every day from fans saying, oh my God, I'm so excited for this season. So excited for the discussions that we're going to have. Everything that is going to be there to talk about because Aaron Rodgers is back. I think people are going to have a better appreciation of Rodgers after that half season title contenders. You lose that opportunity. Now you come back. You've got a loaded NFC, and it is it is Rodgers against the world. That is what that's what we're doing this year. It is the Packers against this horde of NFC challengers. Let's do this. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. You can rate us on Facebook, but also rate us on iTunes. Give us a like. Give us a rating. Give us a review. It helps boost the signal of the show. That would be great. I really appreciate it. We've got some exciting things coming on the Locked On Podcast Network, so stay tuned for all of that. Remember, you can always, hey, Alexa, okay, Google, play Locked On Packers. Very cool. I I almost bought one of those speakers at Best Buy over the weekend. If If you have one, tell me how you feel about it. Tell me if you like it. Would love to get your feedback on that. All right, back on Friday. And then back to our Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule before training camp opens. We're almost there. We are almost there, which means we're going to have a lot more to talk about. And you know what that means. In order to be up to date on all of it, 
You have to stay locked on Packers.